so I'm back in the motherfucking house for another edition after your mother. Um, run out of shit to talk about. Ain't really shit popping, right? Fucking COVID got shit fucked up. Politics all fucked up. California all fucked up. I was actually going to do a podcast on the, uh, the fires on the West Coast, but... I don't really cover shit like that, right? Natural disasters. I guess I could do one titled Natural Disasters um, caused by sick-ass pedophiles and the Lord destroying the earth because of it, right? Um, but I don't know. Um, you know what I'm saying? That, that That's still on the table. That remains to be seen. But in any event, this is an episode that I've done before. I figured I'd do again, right? I think I didn't get a lot of traction from it because I titled it the uh, Momo Challenge, right? A lot of people don't know what the fuck the Momo Challenge was. About a year ago, they had some sick-ass motherfucker that I guess uploaded a picture of a sculpture that was made in China. Shit looked like Andrea Yates, the white bitch that killed seven of her kids, right? Um, they had somebody made a model head of hers or a, a clay sculpture that eerily resembled her. Somebody took a picture of it, and when kids was online on some app, I forgot which one it was. Probably it was YouTube, but it was popping up telling the kids to kill themselves, right? And uh. The Chinese manufacturer that made the uh, sculpture, um, they took responsibility of the sculpture because, you know, they did make it. They said, and this is what they said, I don't believe the shit, but they said they didn't know that the, the sculpture resembled Andrea Yates. But they had nothing to do with a picture of it being taken and popping up on social media telling kids to kill themselves, right? The name of the sculpture, I think, was called Momo. So I did an episode about suicide and how people would talk about being suicidal or express that they are suicidal, that you should let them do the Lord's work, right? Like, So this is going to be, I guess, another episode, same shit, different day, right? This one might be a little, this one might be a little bit more colorful um, because seen a fellow podcaster on Instagram put up a big ass long diatribe about if you feel like you need someone to talk to never forget there's always somewhere in there to talk to you can tell me about it all this shit right which I guess is a good gesture I'm not gonna knock it right but I don't have a suicide hotline and I don't promote calling the suicide hotline. I think that's an unnecessary job provided um, unnecessarily, right? Now, a lot of people will say, well, if there's people with mental illnesses or mental issues, they should be able to talk to someone, right? And I guess that's partially true. But... 
And I think I'm going to slice this episode into two segments. So, y'all brace yourself for it. Um, I guess I'm going to jump right into it. I ain't going to do a drum roll. and I ain't going to do an intro and shit. Even though I need to start getting in the habit of doing intros, right? Um, I'm just going to talk about suicide all around, right? Hopefully, I don't forget shit and I hit all points. But... I don't believe in stopping a motherfucker from committing suicide, right? Don't get me wrong. I think that life is a beautiful thing. If you got it without any debilitations, you are a fortunate motherfucker. Because a lot of people are born with mental illnesses, disabilities, missing limbs. Shit, I dated a woman a while back, a long time ago. She had a kid that was born without a brain, right? Bitch had a scarecrow kid. <laughs> Which shouldn't be funny, but this is a cynical podcast, so I digress. Um, so if you have life, you're fortunate, right? Especially if you don't have any defects. You're a very lucky motherfucker, right? Because the odds of you born with some type of debilitating ailment, missing limb, or some shit is exponentially high. Especially in America with all the shit they put in the food, right? You know, your parents might be ex-cokeheads, so you could be born with all types of shit. Autism, right? Nigga bumping into the walls because you can't distinguish between an orange door and an orange, an orange wall, right? Just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody wants to kill themselves... I think it is actually selfish for the motherfucker that's trying to stop him. Because think about it, man. Like, I like to be optimistic in this world. But humans are social creatures predicated off of self-preservation. If you didn't know what the fuck I just said, look all those words up and put it together, right? If you're smart enough, you know what the fuck I just said. We're social creatures predicated off of self-preservation which means we need social interaction we are creatures that like any other creature associates with creatures of its own kind so when you do not have that or you go without that for extenuating periods depression set in suicidal thoughts all types of wild shit seep in right because and I'm assuming here people that are suicidal are probably thinking if Nobody associating with them or socializing with them. What are they here for? Right? It's only so long you can fucking be by yourself. Now, I know it's a lot of introverts out there listening to this going to say, I like being by myself. No, the fuck you don't. Because if you did, you wouldn't watch television. And just because you ain't associate, uh, socializing with other people, TV is actually a disconnected form of socialization. Right? You get socialized by watching television. So even if you don't interact with actual people socializing, you still watch TV, which is interactive to a degree. Right? You're looking at other people do shit. Whether it's uh, acting or playing sports or reporting the news, you are looking at people actually gathering together, socializing to a degree. So even from a spectator's point of view, you're actually inadvertently socializing without thinking you are now that's gonna go over a lot of people here because a lot of motherfuckers are stupid and they don't like to concede to a fact but that is a fact you can socialize without actually physically socializing right 
which is why they say TV socializes people to believe certain things and act a certain way. Hence, if you watch a music video and all the motherfuckers got jewelry on or certain types of clothes, most people actually, I'm not going to say fall victim to that, but most people are influenced by that, right? And they are socialized to dress like their favorite rapper. Um, within a certain age bracket. Like, if you're over the age of 35 and you're dressing like, you know what I'm saying, your favorite rapper that's like 19, you need your ass whipped. Or you need some fucking friends. Or you need friends to tell, tell you that, my nigga, you are actually far past that age range to be dressing like a fucking kid, right? Grow the fuck up. Um, so yeah, human beings are social creatures predicated off of self-preservation. The self-preservation thing, everybody has an intrinsic need to want to stay alive. And the people that don't are fucking psychotic, um, or psychopaths. So somebody's self-preservation, if you tell them that you're suicidal, their self-preservation kicks in and they try to extend that to you. When in actuality, what they need to let you do is let nature take its fucking logical progression. Which is if you want to fucking do the Lord's work, they should let you. But people are selfish. They don't know what type of anguish you're going through. They don't know what type of shit you're dealing with. They don't know the bills you have. And they don't give a fuck, right? Like, if you're depressed, more often than not, it's because of love issues, money issues, or societal abnormalities, right? I'm not even going to get into that shit. But that shit is enough to make a motherfucker want to kill themselves, right? Not because they hate themselves. Like, I tell people all the time, suicide can be one of two things. It can be done maliciously or it can be done sanitarily, right? In a very sanitized, very sterile way, right? You don't actually have to hate yourself to want to check out. You could just be tired of dealing with the same fucking shit day in and day out. Like, people always ask, what's the meaning of life? There is no motherfucking meaning. You are essentially born to die. In the meantime, you have to do things to actually distract yourself from the fact that ultimately you will die one day. So... Anybody that's under this illusion that life is forever, they're sorely mistaken. So, I don't know why a motherfucker would try to tell somebody to not kill themselves. I mean, ultimately, you are going to die. I mean, does it really matter if it's now or later? Only selfish motherfuckers think that it should be later because sometimes people are, they gain or they stand to gain something by you staying here, right? If you're a, p- a parent, it is in the best interest of the kids for you not to kill yourself because you are the provider. Hell, if you're an employee and you're a damn good employee, it is in the fucking it is in the company's best interest for you not to check out because they don't give a fuck about you. They just want the job that they hire you to do to get done and continue to be done well. So they're going to deter you from killing yourself. If you're in a relationship or you married, if you're the man, it's in the best interest of the woman for him not to kill himself because she will have to then do for herself. 
and have the responsibilities of taking care of the household if you're not there. Right? Um, if your spouse is a woman contemplating suicide, most men are selfish. They don't really, I mean, they might love her. I'm not even going to say that shit. Right? They love her. But if you kill yourself, they will not have no more pussy to fuck or no one to tend to the children. Meaning they will have to do it and they'll have to find somebody to give them some pussy. And for a lot of women, they don't like that shit, right? Uh, everybody, like I said, is social creatures. Creatures of habit. Like, we're used to the same shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Most people don't want a good thing to stop. So, that's why they would talk you out of not killing yourself. But my stance on suicide is like, yo, do the Lord's work. You know what I'm saying? Gargle with buckshots. Uh, if you need to, medulla out of gotham. That's behind your ear, right? The part of the brain. You won't feel shit. Now, I had a girl tell me on Instagram. She said, yo, that's, that's, that's harsh. Yes, it is. But life is a cold, harsh place. Right? Anybody that tells you that life is fair or life is, you know what I'm saying, cotton candy, flowers, and fluffy stuff is under a fucking illusion. Right? Because people are selfish as fuck. Uh, everybody's out for themselves. Nobody genuinely now gives a fuck about you. And if you do find somebody that does, you need to keep keep them close. But that's just my stance on that. Like, I think that people don't need to fucking make hotlines and shit. Those are unnecessary jobs, my nigga. Check out. Right? But I had the girl, she told me, she said, what about people that have been rape victims and sex trafficked and were abused? If you was done, if all that shit was done to you while you was a kid and you were 30 years old, grow the fuck up. Right? If you still living on some shit that happened to you when you was 14, 15, or 16, right? You are actually a liability, a liability to society. Because society is supposed to progress, not stay stagnant. If you're dwelling on the same shit that happened to you 15, 20 years ago, right? You do not have to know how to fucking develop as a human being. And I really believe we need to get all these underdeveloped motherfuckers out of here. Now, I had an uncle that was that killed himself, right? So I'm not a stranger to suicide, right? It, it hit close home because I love that nigga, man. He was like my dad before I met my dad. He used to teach me how to, you know what I'm saying, throw punches, box, throw the football with us, play basketball. He is very athletic. And then again, he was 29, so. But... He had a drug problem. He was abusive from what I heard. Um, I never witnessed none of this shit, but I heard he used to spank my aunt's ass, right? Um, and he was a drug addict, right? Addicted to crack cocaine. So the nigga was stressed out. I don't know if he had a criminal record, but whatever fuck he was doing, he wasn't able to ever get stable employment or employment that paid enough. Right, 
jobs that paid shitty wages. Now, I don't, I don't get it fucked up. This was 1994 when he killed himself. And I think he was making like $10, $11 an hour, which was a lot of money back then. It's amazing how fucking time can change shit, right? $11 an hour is a lot of money. Now, that ain't nothing but fly shit. But to him, I'm going to assume, because I don't really know, but I'm assuming he just felt at the age of 29, almost 30 years old with a family of four, that he could be doing better in life. Especially when there was like a nigga that was hovering around, you know what I'm saying, my aunt and shit. My aunt was a cute little motherfucker. She's still cute. But it was an old nigga. He, he seemed cool on the surface, but I never trusted the nigga. Nigga name was Brother Woodrow. Right? And I always thought it was weird that this nigga was a family friend that stayed close by. Like, what the fuck did he want? I mean, my aunt was cute. And she had a nice little ass. I mean, I wasn't really looking, but, you know, she was a shapely woman. Um, She had pretty smooth skin. Pretty features. She was a very attractive woman. So why this old ass... 60 year old motherfucker was hovering around I think he was I think he was either scheming or had already slept with my aunt I don't know but as a 12 year old kid I always thought that was plenty plenty weird that he was just so nice and he was never broke brother Woodrow always had bread and he drove in a Cadillac cowboy hats and boots and shit and he just looked like he was up to no good now, Brother Woodrow never was a bad nigga to me. I didn't really interact with this nigga because he was kind of, he has scumbag characteristics. One, what is a 60-year-old nigga doing hanging around a 30-something-year-old woman and a 29-year-old man? Because I think my aunt was like five years older than my uncle. I always wondered why the fuck he was just hovering around. We're like, what do you need, nigga? Oh, I'm just a family friend. One day, I think I asked him, I said, how do you know my aunt? Oh, you know, go to church and she a family friend. You know, anything Joyce need, I got. That never sat well with me. Because if I was married to a woman, and this is what I was thinking at 12, right? But now it actually becomes stark clear now that I'm 37. If I was married to a woman that was pretty, I wouldn't want no old ass buzzard hanging around my woman, right? He just seemed like he was poaching. Waiting for an opening. So I never trusted that nigga. And I don't know if that had any bearing effect on my uncle killing himself. But I I like to think it did because now that I'm 37, when I was 12 thinking about that shit, like it just looks suspicious. Like, yeah, now as a 37-year-old man, like, it, it just looks suspicious. Like, now when I look back on it, I kind of think he was he was poaching. He was, he was buying his time. He was helping her out. He was financially capable. And he was scheming to find an opening so he could wax that ass. Now I like to think my aunt was an unscrupulous woman, a woman of character and morale. But like I said, my uncle did. He was abusive to her, so when you hit your woman... You can pretty much guarantee that she gonna fuck somebody else. Although I have no proof that she ever did. 
And to this day, she claims that she didn't. So I'm going to go with that. But I'm not going to say there was no possibility. So I can understand how in a situation like that, how a person could want to check out. If you feel like you not measuring up as a man, somebody is infringing on your marriage, maybe have slept with your wife. I think that would cause hopelessness and despair to creep in. Me personally, if that was the situation, I would have just took out whatever I thought was the perceived threat. You fucked my wife or I think you fucking her. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? I would have choked that old nigga out with my bare claws. Anyways, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to conclude this episode. Yo, so I'm back after that fucking um, commercial break. <laughs> Fuck it with y'all. Um, I guess I'm back now after taking that pause. I had to go into a fucking art store get some art supplies where they treated me like a fucking criminal. Nigga went in there to get some fucking cans of spray paint. From where the spray paint cans was and where the front counter was was literally probably nine yards right for all the simple motherfuckers that don't know how how far nine yards is that's nine steps like you can literally see the fucking can the, the cage where they kept the spray paint at the fucking front counter like it's three o'clock in the in the afternoon I'm like stupid dumb white bitches like what do they think i'm gonna do steal a six dollar and fifty cent can of spray paint in the daytime with cameras and witnesses like i don't know what the fuck be wrong with white people they they sometimes they don't use fucking common sense and logic <laughs> they think a nigga gonna steal every chance he get and while that is true some niggas do steal every chance they get i ain't that nigga you know what i'm saying but the cost of doing business in america Stupid white people, right? They suffer from dumb white man syndrome. Even sometimes, even sometimes when it's white bitches, right? Dumb white man syndrome is not relegated to just white men. But that's not all white people, so don't get offended. But in any event, like I was saying about the topic of him. If you feel the need to kill yourself, no one should stand in the way of you doing the Lord's work. Now, when I put the post up on Instagram, somebody asked me, why do I call it the Lord's work, right? Because according to the good book, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. And I'm assuming the taketh is the fucking life, right? Either that or I could be cynical and I'm being cynical and he, he probably didn't mean, right? take your life for that's what i'm assuming if you read the bible the devil never killed nobody god on the other hand was slewing whole villages turning bitches into salt destroying whole countries um instructing david to chop off goliath's head uh all types of wild nigga shit right 
Like if the Bible is true, God is either a fucking white supremacist or a black chick. <laughs> because there is no ration on the shit that he was doing in the Bible. So there it says the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. I'm assuming that's giving your life and taking your life. I don't know why God would feel the need to take your life. Especially if he the one that gave it to you. That seems kind of fucked up, right? But that's just my cynical mind. In any event, like I was saying, if you feel the need to take yourself out, nobody and no one should stand in the way of you doing so said work, right? The Lord's work. Because let's be realistic here, right? If you live in, in the world, I'm not even going to relegate it to America, if you live in the world, right? The world itself is I'm starting to believe with every passing day that the world is hell. I don't believe in the heaven and hell. I believe heaven was when you passed through your father's nuts and hell is when you entered the world. Because if you look at it real critically and real closely, more bad shit happens to you in the world than good shit. It doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, whatever. If it's not money problems, right? Having to pay to live on the earth. Uh, it, then it's the powers that be that are manipulating your life. Um, your health fluctuates, right? People suffer from ailments throughout their life. Even if they're even if they're trivial ailments, right? Even if you just suffer from gout, that shit is like uncomfortable to a point where I think a lot more people would like to live without gout or arthritis or hell, even headaches. Think about it. You live in this world and from time to time you've gotten a headache. Like, what the fuck is that signifying? Even people that are healthy get headaches. So you gotta ask yourself. Sometimes, why is there pain unnecessarily, right? It seems like pain is like a constant running theme of living. And like I said, you experience pain more than you do joy, right? You have a kid, but the kid coming into the world, that shit ain't painless, right? Woman screaming like a fucking banshee, passing a whole body through a small hole, um... When you have sex, that's joy. But if you fuck the wrong person, you get burned and get, and get a, a life-threatening disease or a virus. Uh, what else? You can drive nice cars, but you can crash them. People can crash into you. You can live in a house. The house can ma uh, malfunction because of electrical wiring, right? Your house catch on fire, kill everybody inside. Um, shit, even just life itself. You live, you age, and you die. I don't even know what's worse, the dying part or the aging part. It's got to be real fucked up to live long enough to actually have witnessed yourself go from youthful, vital, and strapping to being a decrepit, old, helpless motherfucker, right? So, yeah, it's like a, a mind fucking yourself, right? Like, that right there is just like a mind fuck. And it's filled with pain. Hell, you can marry a woman and then she leaves you. Or she cheats on you. Or you can marry a guy and he can cheat on you, right? Or he can die. 
So it's like, then there's that pain. So no matter where you go or what you do, it seems like living on the earth, like you're living in the ninth circle of hell. <laughs> now, there is one group of people that I think like figure this shit out early on, right? It is drug addicts. People that do drugs or excessively drink are using that as a form of escapism. And don't get me wrong, getting high, getting drunk probably feels good. I know I've been drunk, so I can attest to that. But getting high, getting drunk feels good. But ultimately, it's distracting you from the running constant theme at hand, which is death, impending death. That will happen. And until they come up with an immortality pill or um, a pill or some type of serum that extends your mortality... It's inevitable. Like, you can't fight it. So whether the person dies prematurely or they die throughout the course of their life, it's going to happen. So why stand in the way of somebody that is going to initiate something that's inevitable, right? Maybe they feel like it's too much stress. Maybe they feel like the bullshit, the trials and the tribulations of this sick, cruel game it ain't worth it. And yes, I did say sick, cruel game. And the reason I say sick, cruel game, because whoever created us, right, had a fucking morbidly cruel sense of humor. Let me see if I get this straight. You create creations to experience all this joy to ultimately die. And I'm not religious, so I'm not going to front and act like I know what the fuck is after this. There's a lot of people, especially religious motherfuckers, they believe that there's an afterlife, even if it is hell. Right? They believe in heaven and hell. That shit hasn't been confirmed. We don't know if that shit exists. What we do know is, once you die here, this shit ceases to exist. So that's good. You gotta ask yourself, like, who the fuck made us and made this cruel, sick-ass game that we live in here, right? So I'm not, I'm not opposed to letting somebody check out. Maybe they figure it's their time. Now, who the fuck am I to tell them when it isn't, right? Because I'm selfish, I want to keep them around. You know, that's that's selfish on anybody's part that wants to intercept a person from killing themselves, right? Now, I don't even know why they call it killing yourself. It should be called termination of oneself, right? Because that's exactly what it is, right? I guess you have to do the act of killing yourself, but ultimately it's terminating yourself. And me personally... While I'm opposed to the death penalty, I'm actually pro-euthanasia. You should be able to euthanize yourself when you see fit, right? If you get tired of paying bills, you should be able... That should be on health care. You should be able to get health care. And it should only be legal if you got health care. If you kill yourself, you ain't got health care. Um, I think whoever the fuck is around is liable for you doing that. Um, and if you do, you kill yourself... And you don't have health care. I think your family should be billed that shit. Along with the expenses that it takes to put you in the ground to turn you to ashes. But yes, I believe if you have proper health care, I think that should be If abortion is on health care, I think euthanasia should be on health care. You should be able to say, you know what? I'm going down to the euthanasia clinic and I'm going to have them inject me, hang me. Oh hell, even shoot you in the head, right? You should have trained professionals. That's all they do is kill people. Legally, of course. I think it should be mandated by the state. 
I think people should be able to call the clinic, make an appointment to euthanize themselves. Of course, I think they should be given proper um, intervention beforehand, right? But if they go down there and they go through psychiatric evaluation and they say, look, I still want to go through with this shit. I think they should be given a 24-hour grace period, right? You go down, you make an appointment, you go down there, they evaluate you, and they give you 24 hours. They say, look, you've come down here at 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 o'clock. If by the next day, this time, you don't want to go through with it, you sign the forms, and we just make a documentation that you have actually come down to the euthanasia clinic. And then I think you shouldn't be able to have a firearm after that. You shouldn't be able to have a firearm. Um, you shouldn't be able to teach children. Um, but if you go down there and get the psyche... Uh, psychiatric evaluation you go to 24 hour grace period and then you come back and you still committed to killing yourself or being terminated they should go through with it right and then they should properly discard the body but if you got health care I think it should cover all that right um, so that's just me but that's just me I think they should allow you that. And if we live in America, right, which is the land of the free, just how I just stated that, that should be an option. But you know, it's going to be some pro-lifer people that want to fight against it. And it's like, yo, you don't want to kill yourself. I do. I don't think it should be state funded. Just like I believe abortion shouldn't be state funded. Abortion should actually be covered if you have private health care. If you have public health care like Medicaid and shit like that, it should not cover it. But if you have private health care, I think it should cover abortions, as should it uh, cover euthanasias, or euthanasia. That's just me. Um, because I believe people in a free society should be allowed to do what the fuck they want. I believe that drugs should be legalized. Now... That doesn't mean that I want fucking Pookie selling crack. But I believe Pookie should be a state level certified distributor of said narcotic. You should be able to, at this point in life, there should be a place where you could go and get cocaine, crack. They should manufacture that shit. They should manufacture that. They Just like they sell weed. You should be able to go down there and say, y'all want a gram of crack or a gram of cocaine. And you should be able to, they should have manufacturer plants. That right there gives jobs. You should be able to fucking go down there and purchase your narcotic in the comforts of a safe environment, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Just like alcohol, I believe that there should be certain provisions. Like if you drink, you can buy alcohol at the store. You can even go to the bar and drink. But if you get too drunk or you drink it in public, like that's illegal. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that if we live in a free society, we should have options. And suicide is no different than any other option. I think you should be, if you want to check out and you feel suicidal, um, you should be able to go check out. And I believe that 
nothing or no one should get in the way of that, right? Because that's your choice. It's your life. Just like women make the argument, my body, my choice. While I'm against abortions, I believe they have that option. But I also believe that it should not be state funded. I believe that they should fund it themselves. If you really want to kill your child, you should have to dig in your pocket or produce your health care, which you pay a premium monthly. And only then can you do it. Same thing with euthanizing yourself. If you feel like euthanizing yourself, who am I to stand in the way of what you think is best for you? I don't think it be, should be state funded. Once again, I think if you have private health care, that should be like one of the options that you have. Now, do I believe that it's um, irresponsible? Yes, if you have a family of four, that's very irresponsible to take yourself out. I believe you should have all your ducks in a row before you check out so that your kids ain't left fatherless with no provider, no stability, right? But if you don't, who am I to stand in that way, right? Your wife should have known who she married, right? I think people need to ask that question on dates anyway. Have you ever thought about suicide? Have you? Are you suicidal? Just, you know what I'm saying? Just be on the up and up. Just in case, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, if this person want to check out, you not surprised, right? You knew what you was going into it. Like, I've dated chicks and I've told them. Like, they've always, uh, a few of them ask, have you ever been suicidal? I don't know the context of how the shit comes up, but it has. And then, like, have you ever been suicidal? And I say with a straight face, yes, I have. There's been times that I want to check out this motherfucker because life sometimes can be unbearable. However... Two reasons why I haven't checked out. First reason, I think it's the reason that's universal, right? Killing yourself is pretty painful. I don't give a fuck if it's lethal injection, hanging yourself, shooting yourself, right? If you hang yourself, your neck breaks. If you shoot yourself, even if you die instantaneously, that bullet has to, the impact has to hurt. Because um, I heard Dame Dash say he's seen motherfuckers get shot in the head and your head don't explode. It just swell the fuck up. Um, what else? Lethal injection, right? Your organs shut down. That's got to be painful as fuck to know that your liver's shut down and you can't do shit to stop it. Um, overdosing. I guess overdosing may be the most easiest way, but it still does the same thing, right? Shuts down your organs one by one. So you're still alive to a degree and you feel that pain. So I think anybody that actually does go through with it, that's a brave motherfucker. So that's the first reason I ain't done it. I'm allergic to pain. Not fights and shit, right? Fist fights don't really hurt. Um, like, other pain, like suicidal pain, you know what I'm saying? Acts of suicide, them shit seem kind of brutal and barbaric. And I'm not committed to go through with the pain. Second reason, and this is probably the ultimate reason I ain't checked out. Um, I have a fulfilling life and I have things that I want to achieve and I feel like if I checked out or killed myself there's too many people in my life or people I've known 
that would take certain satisfaction into me killing myself. That's like the ultimate reason. Being cynical, I have picked up a few enemies in my life. And I think that would bring them a certain level of satisfaction that I just cannot stand to give them. So I guess that'd be three reasons, right? I have a life that I want to fulfill and achieve things. I don't want to give a motherfucker the satisfaction. And I'm allergic to pain. Those are three reasons. Matter of fact, make it three, not two. So... But if you're a loser and you don't have anything to accomplish, say la vie. If you're not allergic to pain, say la vie. And if you're a motherfucker that nobody would take satisfaction in your demise, say la vie. In any event, I felt the need to actually cover this topic because I'm a cynical person. And there's a lot of cynicism around suicide. So I figure why the fuck not, right? Anyways, that's just been my thoughts, ideals, and opinions. If you like this episode, you want to reach out, you know how to do it. If you don't, listen to previous episodes. And if you want to these selfish, self-absorbed people that feel like they got to intersect or intercede somebody from doing the Lord's work, I'm not even going to say F your mother. You actually have a heart. And that shit is greatly commended. I'm out.